welcome to the Access Church Podcast. Good morning, Access Church, or good afternoon. Amen. Are you guys excited to be in the house of the Lord today? We've crossed into a brand new year, 2022. Amen. For those of you guys that don't know me, I'm Pastor Rafa. And my wife and I pastor the campus in Del Rio, Access Church in Espanol. And you know what? God's been doing some crazy things, some amazing things. Uh, we've seen lives getting restored. We've seen people getting set free. We've seen just crazy supernatural things that only God can do. Amen. A, a man can't do it. A woman can't do it. But God can. Amen. So we're, we're excited because we've seen God's spirit move in a very tangible way. And although we've seen so many miracles, so many things that God's been doing, I get so excited because I know that the kingdom of God is expanding. It's, it's growing. It's growing. Amen. And the kingdom of God is real and it's expanding over your lives and it's expanding over your families. Can someone say God's here today? Y'all can take your seats. I want to honor uh, Pastor Brian and Pastor Sandra. They couldn't make it today. They were feeling a little bit under the weather. So pray a lot for them. Amen. That God would restore their health very quickly and very powerfully. So I want to also honor them for giving me the opportunity of being with you guys today here. And I, I just feel so honored because we are in a prophetic church with prophetic people. Where's the, where's the prophetic people? I, I think they stayed at home, right? I think the prophetic people se quedaron dormidos. Yeah. Where's the prophetic people? So we're in a prophetic church with prophetic people in a prophetic culture. So you couldn't be in any other place. Why? Because with prophetic, when I say prophetic, we're literally just speaking what heaven is saying. Amen. We're releasing what heaven is declaring. And if heaven speaks it, guess what? I'm going to speak it also. Because it's going to bring life into our spirits. So I'm so excited because we're starting a brand new year, 2022. And I've titled today's message, Starting Over. Can someone say with me, starting over? So I want to thank God because he's allowing us a brand new time of being able to start all over again. The calendar that you have, amen, it's completely changed. So when you go back to work, when you go back to school, when you go back to your paperwork, you're going to struggle with that 2021, 2022. Yeah, you're going to have to cross out that one at the end and then put a two. Does that happen to a lot of y'all? Yeah, it's, it's a problem that we all have. Amen. So allow me this morning, to pro this afternoon, to prophesy and declare to you the plans and the purposes that God has over your life. So uh, th this, uh, I found out that I was preaching yesterday, and I wanted to bring something really good for you guys and for the church. And I was praying to God, and I was asking for a message. And I, I was there literally to like 4 o'clock in the morning. And I believe that this message, God's going to work through it to touch your life. He, he's going to do something. Amen. I, my, my sacrifice wasn't in vain. 
So Isaiah 43, 18 to 20, the word of the Lord declares, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. For behold, I will do a new thing. Can someone say, I will do a new thing. The Lord will do a new thing inside of my life. So it continues on and it says, I will do a new thing now, it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beast of the field will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, because I give water in the wilderness. Can someone say, my God can bring water into the wilderness, into the dry places and rivers in the desert to give to drink to my people, my chosen. So I want to tell you to start off by God will give you a chance today to start all over again. And see, starting over sometimes can be a little bit difficult, can be a little bit complicated because you're starting from zero again all the way to building and establishing something. So starting over gets difficult and it reminds you sometimes of all the bad things that happened in the past, of all the hard things that you had to overcome. And you're there and you're like, God, do I really have to start over? See, when there's a woman that got pregnant, that, that had her, ch her child a few months ago, and then all of a sudden a few months pass and she gets pregnant, she says, God, really? I have to go through the whole nine months again, the whole process again, and God's over there like, hey, it's not my fault. <laughs> hey, right? So stay with me. She has to start all over again. It's a process. It's a cycle. We are designed to literally start over again every single day. So thank God for that. Okay, so whenever we talk about restarting something, our mind gets stuck. It gets stuck literally in the past. And we say, God, but if I start over again, the same thing's going to happen with me and the same problems I had in the past are going to come back and resurface again, again if I redo this. But see, the Lord of heaven looked at the earth and said one day, he said, you know what, things are pretty messy. We have to restart. Do y'all remember that? Where a flood had to come, wipe out humanity and only one man and his family were able to survive. Yeah. So what did God do there? Say with me, he restarted everything. Yeah. Do you remember when God sent his son, Jesus Christ, and I believe that he was staring from heaven and he said, you know what? I had to restart this again. I'm going to restart a new covenant with him. I'm going to restart a new time with my people. And my people are going to be able to go into my presence without any problem. And God said, I will bring forth a new time. I will bring forth a new season. They will hear, they will come, and they will experience me like they never have in the past. Sit with me. Thank you, God, for that. So tell your neighbor, if God started over, 
so can we. If God started over, then so can we. And this morning, I am talking to people <clears throat> that maybe had a marriage and the marriage was destroyed. I'm so sorry about my voice. In Del Rio, we had a blast in the presence of God just came and I was screaming at the top of my lungs. Amen, because it was so powerful. But listen, so I'm talking to people that had problems in their marriage, to some people that had problems in their marriage. And maybe the marriage didn't work out. It got destroyed. And you're like, God, what happened? I'm talking to some people that maybe the relationship or maybe their friendship with someone didn't work out and you're like, God, I can never trust again. They betrayed me, they failed me. Look at what they did, God. There is no way I can go back and get married again. There's no way I can go back into another relationship again. There's no way I can go back and have another so-called friend. If they're gonna do the same thing, they're gonna backstab me. God, I, I, I just can't do it. There's some people that even got hurt in church and said, God, I'm never going to church. God, look at what these people did to me. But today, the Lord has a message for you. And the Lord wants you to start over again. Say with me, I'm gonna start over again. Sometimes it takes a lot on our behalf to trust other people. But let me tell you something. It is possible to trust again. You are able to trust again despite what you've been through, despite what you've lived through. You are able to start over again and that's what the Lord is telling you today. The Lord is telling you that you're gonna get a brand new start this day, this time, this season. He's gonna do something with you. Pastor, but I used to serve in my church and I used to do so many things many years ago. I have so I used to have so many gifts and I would flow in the prophetic, I would flow in the deliverance, God, uh, Pastor, I, I would flow. My gifts were active. God used me to do so many things, to deliver so many words, but then something happened. I fell in sin, I tripped, and just everything went chaotic. Everything went all over the place. It got messed up. I tripped, I fell. Now I'm sliding all over the floor and I feel like I can't get back up. Have y'all been in that place before? Where you say, God, I used to love you. God, I used to worship you with all of my heart. God, I used to serve you and sing for you. And I used to play an instrument and I used to preach and I used to talk to my whole family about you. And God, I used to be so passionate. What happened? What happened with my fire and see, I come with a message today and I come to tell you that you are going to start all over again. Your past stayed behind. The errors and the mistakes you can't go back and change but let me tell you something, God is giving you the ability to restart something today. And the mistakes of your past will stay in your past but you have a hope that you can hang on to and this hope is God Jesus Christ and I want to I want to tell you today that the Lord has not given up on you people have given up on you 
Your neighbors might have given up on you. Your friends might have given up on you. Family members might have given up on you. But listen, the Lord has not given up on you. He has not gotten discouraged by you. See, you are going to start all over again. Lift up your hand with me, your right hand, and say, Lord, thank you. Because today, I get a fresh start. Lord, I ask you that you would speak to me through this message, that you would touch my life, that you would ignite me with such a passion, with such a fire once again, and that I would burn for you, and that I would burn for your kingdom, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Give him a big hand clap. Give him a big hand clap. See him. If you look at, at people who have made it so big, even in the media, they will tell you a story of rejection after rejection after rejection to be in the place that they are today. The people that you see on television had to go through a series, a lot of seasons of rejection and of preparation to be in the place that they're in today. And a lot of us, sometimes we don't understand why we failed so much. Some people are business owners. They opened up a business. A business failed. And when the business failed, they went into bankruptcy. And they said, God, what happened? And God's saying, start over. Start over. Learn from your mistakes. How many times have you failed a certain grade level in your, in your school? When you used to go to school, or some of you guys that are in school right now, did y'all ever fail? I, I hope you didn't. But if you did, what happened? What? They had to start over, right? You have to start over and start over and start over until two things happen. You either drop out or you hang in there and say, you know what, this time I'm going to go and I'm going to give it my all, okay? So you're either a quitter or you're a restarter. And you know what? I'd rather be in the category of a restarter rather than a category of a quitter. And I believe that a lot of us that are in this place are people that are restarters and not quitters. People that say, you know what? Sometimes I don't feel like it, but I'm still going to do it over and over again until I learn from my mistake. Until I learn from the errors that I've been committing. See, sometimes God allows seasons to be restarted over and over in your life because there's some things that we need to learn from. And until you're ready, the Lord will get you out of that cycle into a newer cycle. See, there's people that say, oh, pastor, I made plans for my house this year. I wanted to build, but guess what? Coronavirus, de repente, empezó a invadir a todo y los precios subieron. Coronavirus allowed all the prices to go back up, right? And now, Pastor, I can't build my house anymore. What do I do? You start over. Start over. You wait till the right time to start building. Oh, Pastor, but I had plans for my children and the plans didn't work out. It's okay. Start over. Try again. Reset. Amen. Pastor, I made plans to do better in school, but I got too distracted. Okay. Start over, refocus, concentrate, get organized. Pastor, 
I had plans for my relationship, but my relationships didn't go too well. What do I do? Retry, start over again, love more, trust more, give more, amen? Because eventually the Lord is gonna do something very powerful inside of your life. See, sometimes people get hurt and what happens, it shuts them off completely. I'm never gonna trust again, right? Your last name starts getting so strong and so mighty and you say, no one's gonna do that to me again. And the Lord is telling you, hey, calm down. I wanna do something. They will hurt you. It will hurt. When people backstab you, it'll hurt. But God is telling you, hey, you're able to trust again. Don't get in a lockdown mindset. There's people that say, oh, pastor, I had plans for church. I thought I was going to be a leader this year, and nothing happened. Pastor, I thought I was going to get God to do something really amazing, but see, the Lord is telling you, start over. Start over. Get more involved. Stay more committed. Give God your everything and do everything in excellence and in perfection because you see, in 2018, a lot of people said, this is going to be my year. In 2019, we said, I'm going to lose 20 pounds for the glory of God. In 2021, we said, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to eat less. I'm going to fast more and I'm going to pray more. And see, 2021 just ended and some people never saw any of that happen. Right? None of that happened. Instead of losing 20 pounds, you gained 20 pounds. Instead of praying more, you slept more. Instead of fasting more, for some people, not for everyone. Amen? For some, they actually conquered their goals. But see, I want you to understand something. It stinks whenever your wife or your husband, they say, otra vez, again, you're going to do the same thing. You've been saying it for the last 20 years and nothing's happened. <laughs> but, I, but I have good news for you. Say with me, Pastor, thank you. See, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Today, you get a chance to start all over again. You get a chance to start all over again. So a lot of people, is in otra vez, again, again, again. But see, I, I, I love the Lord and I love how the Lord never gets tired of you I love how the Lord is always giving us new opportunities new mercies new graces every single day and the spirit of the Lord is there and he's telling you in Lamentations 3 22 to 23 the Lord says through his word that his mercies are new every single morning every single morning you know why people get depressed? People get depressed because they think that they're not good enough. People get depressed because they think they're not worthy enough. People get depressed because they think they don't fit in. That's why people get depressed. But you know what I love about God? That even though you get depressed because you committed a mistake or an, or an error in the past, I love that God is a God of resets, a God of starting over. That when you wake up every single morning, you know what he says? He says, hey, welcome. It's a brand new day filled with mercy, filled with love, filled with forgiveness. You messed up in the back. 
And see, when you mess up, let me tell you something. The forgiveness of God is not so you can take advantage of it. Oh, I got a ticket today, God. Hey, you know what, Father God? I I'm going to sin and then I'm going to use my forgiveness ticket. It doesn't work like that. Amen? Hey, oh, God, I I'm going to go and I'm going to sleep around with this person and that person and that person. And, and God, I'm going to have a blast and then I'll ask for forgiveness. It doesn't work like that. Amen. You can't take advantage of the grace. God, I, I'm just going to go and I'm going to tell off this person and I'm going to tell off that person. And then, God, I'm so sorry. Forgive me. I know some of y'all don't like the message, but that's fine. Amen. I have to preach the word of God and, and see what happens is that we, our relationship with God has to be raw and it has to be real. It can't be phony. It can't be fake. It has to be something genuine. See, when we come to church, we come to church and we try our best to be better. We, we're, we're here because we want a better life. We're here because we don't want to... We don't want to get angry and sin like we used to before. Pastor, but we're Christians. Can I still get angry? Yeah, you can still get angry, but you can't tell off people like you used to tell people off. Pastor, but, but I'm a Christian. How, how, can I, how can I stop being angry? You can't. I'm sorry. I wish I could help, but you can't. We all get angry. We're human beings. We're all prone to get angry, and that's okay, but the Word of God says don't sin. See, we're not living a like Christianism. We shouldn't be living a light Christianism. This is raw. This is a truth. If you want the power of God, baby, you have to have sacrifice inside of your life. If you want the power of God inside of your life, some things have to change. If you want a true transformation in your marriage, guess what? You're going to have to work for it. Oh, pastor, but I'm praying for a better marriage. Yeah, you pray, but you work for it too. Amen. Yeah. Because there's some people, I'm praying for my, my husband to love me more. Yeah, but you don't even clean your house. Oh, pastor, I'm praying for my life, uh, for my wife to love me like that. That other person's wife, uh, they, they treat him so good. Yeah, but that other guy treats her really good. Amen. Le da flores de vez en cuando. Amen. She'll receive some roses every so often. Amen. He'll tell her good things. See, my message wasn't planning to go this way, but it did. Okay. Because there, there's some things in the spirit that really have to, have to start. If you want to start over again, the Lord will give you an opportunity every single morning. It's a new chance of opportunities for you, for your life. But guess what? There will be work on your behalf. There will be things that you have to change. A lot of people say it's a new year and it's a new me. No, not until you change your mindset. Not until you wake up and, and you smell the word of God and the word that God has over your life. Things will not change until your mind change, until your actions change. I, I feel such a move of the spirit right now. And, and see, the word is going to cut you. I know this wasn't the message for New Year's that you were expecting. But see, uh, there are things that are going to restart every morning. But you have to get better. You have to go and you have to say, God, I'm willing to do something about this. See, there's a lot of people that throw things away. If it doesn't work, what happens? Bye, Felicia. Let's throw it away. If your husband isn't working, bye, divorce. 
if your wife isn't working, bye, I'm going to go get the other person. Amen? If something doesn't work in our generation, we're seeing a trend that if it doesn't work, then kick it out. Throw it out. See, but God doesn't work that way. I'm going to tell you, my, my dad the other day was driving around, and he noticed a brand new lawnmower on the outside of a house. Brand new. So he goes, gets off his truck, he knocks in the door, and he says, hey, there's like a, a brand new lawnmower right there. Like, what are you guys planning to do with it? And the person who answered the door said, you know what, that's trash. It doesn't work. We tried turning it on, and, and smoke comes all over the place, and we're just going to get rid of it. So my dad said, okay, uh, can I take it? Yeah, go ahead. You can have it. So my dad takes a brand new lawnmower to the house. He tries to turn it on, and guess what happened? Huh? It worked. It worked. What happens? That what other people perceive as trash. There are other people that perceive as, I can fix that. What other people want to throw away. There are people, and I call them specialists of restoration, that go in and say, you know what? What's trash to you? I'm going to get it. I'm going to restore it. I'm going to fix it. And I'm going to do something powerful with it. One man's trash is another person's treasure. And see, what I love about God is that he took you and me messed up filled with sin, filled with hatred, afraid, uh, uh, filled with jealousy and anger and envy and, and hypocrisy. And he said, oh. he looked at you and the disgust that you had all over you, all over your soul, all over your spirit, all over your mind. And I want to imagine that God saw that and he said, oh, they're so dirty. I can't wait to get my hands on them, to clean them back up again. And what the enemy got to destroy, what the enemy got to try to throw away and discard, the Lord said, those are my creation. That is my son. That is my daughter. And I'm going to grab a hold of them again. I'm going to go ahead and call out my, my attention towards them. And I'm going to tell them, hey, I'm going to do something in your life once again. I'm going to pick you up even though you're battered and bruised. But see, the Lord is going to do something again. Yes. Artist of restoration. You know what my dad did? He turned on. He called my brother. Hey, come and pick up the lawnmower and we're going to put you to work. Yeah, that's that literally what he did. Amen. But with this, I want to tell you, have you ever seen people that pick up a piece of wood and the piece of wood is just there, thrown all over the place. And then you get these masters that get the wood. They start carving something out of it, making something out of it. And they're able to create a masterpiece. Have you seen the, the woman or the lady that drags her husband all over the town? They get some piece of furniture. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden she tells her husband, you know what? You're going to sand that, that thing down. Then you're going to paint it. And see, my mother-in-law is like that. She has a piece of furniture. I feel, I feel sorry for my father-in-law. 
you have to, you're, you're gonna sand this and you're gonna paint it red today she gets tired of the color and then a few months later hey now it's gonna be turquoise and time passes and it changes but you know what the worst thing is that my wife is the same way She's like, we're going to make something out of this. I'm like, that looks ugly. Yeah, but just wait. There's some visionaries that can take the most antique and old stuff and useless things. And these specialists of restoration, they pick it up and they do something beautiful. And there's some people that even resell it for a much higher price. And when Jesus got a hold of you, you know what happened? The father said, I'm willing to pay the blood of my son for them. Yeah, because I'm going to work something very powerful inside of their life. I I'm going to do something. And see, I, I love this concept of God that every single morning, guys, we have the mercy and the power of God inside of our lives that we're able to wake up once again and say, God, thank you for this brand new day. Thank you, God, because although I felt you yesterday, today I'm able to get back up, Lord, and go and connect myself to your very presence. See, but in order for us to advance, we have to forget the old things. In order for us to continue moving forward, we have to forget about some things that have happened in our past. And you know that you're still hurt when you remember those old things and it still hurts and it still makes you cry and it still gets you depressed and it still kicks you down in the floor and your emotions all, all, all are all over the place. And the Lord is telling you, church, get out of your pain. Get out of your bitterness. Get out of your anger. I want to do something with you. But in order for you to enter into a new year of change, you have to get rid of the bitterness. And, and you know, if you dig into the word of God, how many of you guys have prayed, God, take away my anger? God, take away uh, the jealousy. If you read the word of God, the word of God says that we have to bring all these things to him. He doesn't say, I'm going to take them away. He says, you bring them. You bring them. The unforgiveness, the sin that you're battling with, the hatred that you're feeling, the rejection that you're feeling, the Spirit of God says, you know what? You have to bring all of this to me because I'm about to do something new. You are scared of relationships and the Lord is saying, get ready because new relationships are coming. And see, in the kingdom of God, everything is about relationships. We empower each other. We make ourselves stronger. Amen. When you hang out with Mateo over here, Mateo's going to make you stronger. When you hang out with Bibi over here, Bibi's going to make you stronger. Amen. You're, you're over there crying and, and they're going to tell you, ya no llores, don't cry. Come on, cheer up. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you're upset, you hang out with Caleb, you hang out with Erika, and they start singing to Jesus. And guess what? The atmosphere is going to start changing. Amen. Why? Because we make ourselves stronger. And the word of God says that iron sharpens iron. Amen. So, so there are people that are scared to get married again because their previous marriage failed. There are people that struggle to get back to their education because they felt in the past. 
There are people that are scared to get pregnant again because they had a miscarriage in the past and they said, no more, I can't go through that. There are people that won't buy another dog because their previous dog died and they cried a lot. And it might be funny, but listen, it hurts. But when you're enjoying the relationship, when you're enjoying the marriage, when you're enjoying your dog, guess what? There's joy out of it. And the Lord wants you to restart again. Pastor, but you haven't been what I've been through. Pastor, but you don't know what it feels like. The Lord is telling you, restart, let go, let go. Let go of your bitterness. Let go of your anger. Let go of those things that hurt you. Because at the end of the day, they're not hurting the other person. They're hurting you. They're hurting you. Your bitterness hurts you. See, you know what bitterness does? It what? Yeah. It slows you down. Bitterness also separates you from people. Yeah. From people and from God. Bitterness, I don't want to hang out with you too much because I don't think you could be trusted. Say with me, I'm going to start over again. See, you know what I love about the Lord? That the Lord through his word is telling you right now, stop holding on to the former things so that you can start walking into the newer things. You can't walk into a new year being a new you if you're still having a grabbing a hold of the old things. There, there, there are some things, church, listen, that will have to change. There are some things that need to change inside of our lives. See, I, I don't believe in just coming to church every single Sunday. Yeah, I, I believe that every single day we should have a connection with God. Even if you have to read a chapter of the Bible every day. Even if you have to pray a little bit every day. But I believe that all of us need to have a relationship with God, a real, a raw relationship with God every single day because things will change. Isaiah 43, 19. It says, I will make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The Spanish version, Reina Valera, says, Otra vez abriré caminos en el desierto. Once again, I will open up roads in the wilderness. And what does that mean? Once again, again, I will open up roads in the wilderness. I will cause rivers to be in the desert places, in the dry places. What does that mean, Pastor? See, it means that the place you pass by when you were thirsty will now be filled with water. It means that the place you pass by when you are hungry, will now be filled with plenty of food. And the Lord is telling you today, in the desert, I will provide a river of living water. In your dryness, I will provide my presence to strengthen you and hold you up tight. So that's why I come today and I tell you, do not fear. Don't get scared of what is coming or what might come. Because we have to believe that God will do it again. We have to believe that this time God is going to intervene to do something powerful inside of our lives. And I come to tell someone today that where there was no way, God will make a way. 
I come to tell someone today that where the road was once closed, the Lord will now open it up just for you. How privileged do you feel now? Amen. Where the road was closed, the door, the door or the road will now be opened by the living God. There are pathways that are going to open up. There are roads that were closed. There are closed doors that you couldn't have access to. But with the change of your mindset and with your relationship with God, some doors that would never open on their own are going to start opening up before you. And you know what that's called? That's called the favor of God. And you have the favor of God. You just need to believe it. You have the favor of God. You just need to walk in. You have the favor of God. You just have to possess it and say, you know what? I'm going to walk in it. I'm going to live in it. And I believe that the heavens are opened up over my life and that something's going to happen. See, get ready to walk where you couldn't walk through before. Get ready to cross where you couldn't cross through before because the Lord will make a way where there was no way. See, ah, oh my God, thank you, Jesus. We were ministering a couple a week ago and the guy was telling me that he had some seizures at work. But one day he went to church after the seizures God spoke to the pastor. A word of knowledge was released about a brain tumor. And the guy said, they prayed over me and they told me that God was gonna do it. Can you imagine a brain tumor in your head? They released a word over his life. They go back to the doctor. They check him again. And they say, we see that something was there but the brain tumor disappeared. I was talking to another couple the other day and they said, Pastor, guess what? Someone gave me $50,000. You, you understand why I'm so crazy? Because brain tumors disappearing, people receiving $50,000. We've seen miracles left and right. When I come up here, to some of y'all, it might seem like emotion, but to me, it's the power of God and the fire of God. I've seen it. The other day, we had a testimony, and we, I, I put it on Facebook. It was a, 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 a girl that attended one of the tent meetings that we had in Mexico, and she said, you gave me a word, and you told me that, you told me that God has placed life in my, in my womb and to not believe the diagnosis of the doctors. And I don't even remember that word, but she told me I released it over her. And she said, guess what? I, the doctors wanted to literally take my baby away and do a procedure because they said that the baby was dead and that the, bra the baby also had a tumor. And she said, no, I'm not going to do it. She went to, to our one of the services. God gave her a word. And when she went back, she said, guess what? Now they told me that the baby is alive and that there is no tumor. This isn't about me. It's not about you. It's about him. He does what he wants. 
when he wants, with who he wants. But let me tell you something, this is so real. And if you can just believe like a child, I will guarantee you that miracles will begin to happen because I'm not perfect, I'm very far from perfect. But let me tell you, God uses me because I have faith. And if you have faith, God will use you too. If you have faith that this 2020, God will empower you, change your mindset, level up your spirit. Guess what? Things are going to begin to happen. Pastor, but why haven't I seen a miracle because you've never prayed for one? Pastor, why haven't I seen a miracle because you haven't believed for one? Dare to believe. Dare to believe because the Lord will make a way where there is no way. Amen. See, there are people that are walking with an economic ceiling over their head. And they say, I can't make it past this amount of money. But today that economic ceiling is going to break. It's going to shatter. Pastor, but how is God going to bless me? I have a, a job where they pay me $10 an hour. I don't care what kind of job you have, but what I do care is what kind of God you have. Because even though you're getting paid very little, let me tell you, if God wants to send someone to bless you, he will. He will. Amen. He will. See, there, there are people that are walking around, Erica, with a ministerial a ceiling over their heads. And they say, it's because I want to get closer to God, but I can't even pray five minutes, Pastor. That's going to break today. Pastor, but I, I try reading the Bible and I fall asleep. And that's actually the, the remedy that I have to sleep at night, my Bible. <laughs> Believe it or not, there's people that do that. Yeah, yeah. But let me tell you something that's going to break today. That's going to break. There, there's a lot of things that are going to break today. Amen. Amen. Because the Holy Spirit is here. Okay. Because God is here. So, so say with me, every ceiling that wanted to hold me back, that was over my head, is going to break now. See, you're always able to give God more. Tell your neighbor, you're able to give God more. You're able to give God a lot more. Caleb, you're able to give God a lot more. Amen. You're able to give God a lot more every single day. And see, the more you seek God in secret, the more he will honor you in public. The more you seek God in the secret place, the more he will honor you in public. There are things that will begin to happen. See, one time many years ago, I was working a government job. And I remember one of the directors came with an envelope and before this happened, they, they called me to the office and the secretary, the secretary gave me the envelope and she said, here, it's your promotion, but don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone that you got promoted. Because they didn't want the, the jealousy and the envy to arise. But see, when God promotes you, he's going to do it publicly. The director comes, asks me another envelope, and in front of the people that I worked with, he opens it up and he tells me, you've been promoted to, to the, from this step to this step. Guess what happened? He did it in front of everyone. And guess what other thing happened? He said, you know why you got promoted? And I said, because I'm the bomb. <laughs> no. 
He said, you got promoted because you're a son of God. And the favor of God is over you. I'm talking about a secular job in a government agency. There are people that are going to come open doors for you up. They're going to open doors for you. Not because you're good or you're all that, but it's because you have the God of favor over your life. There are doors that are going to swing open simply because you are faithful to God. Yeah, I've seen people go from nothing to great places just because they were faithful to God. See, we make it so complicated when in reality, things are so simple. The word of the Lord says, obey me, meditate on my word day and night. And what will happen, church, if you meditate on the word of God day and night? Do y'all know scripture? You will prosper. What do I have to do? I have to have the word of God inside of my mind. I have to live out the word of God and the word of the Lord declares, you will prosper. You will prosper. When I talk about prosperity, I'm not only talking about the the money or the economical status. When I talk prosperity, I talk about having things that millionaires wish they had and they don't, like peace, like joy, like health. See, there are things that money can't buy. But the Spirit of God wants to give them to you anyways. Oh man, I'm so excited with this word. There's a lot of people that I know that wanted to give up this past year. I don't know if you fall in this category. But there's a lot of people that wanted to give up and said, God, I'm not good enough. God, why do I keep going to church and people criticize me because hey, they, they tell me I'm not good enough. Or look at you, you're a Christian and you're still... Y'all get me? Yeah? So a lot of people wanted to give up. They wanted to hang the towel and said, God, I'm done with this. I'm over this. I don't want to do it anymore. But see, if you give up, there are people that are depending on you. There are people out there that are depending on you. Let's start off with your family. Let's start off with your children or with your spouse. There are people that if you give up today, it's going to affect them in their tomorrow. There are battles that will never be won because you gave up, because you gave in, because you quit. And see, the Lord doesn't want you to quit. The Lord wants you to start all over again. You failed yesterday. Get back up and be a better Christian today. You messed up yesterday. Okay, now restart. Start over again. Because see, there are people that are depending on you in order to obtain victory. Okay, give me Bible, pastor. Yeah, I'll give you Bible. Do you remember when the people of God were in a war and the man of God, Moses, was lifting up his hands? What happened when Moses lifted up his hands? They were winning, right? They were winning. But when Moses started getting tired, his hands dropped. And what happened? The people started losing. Amen? But then God sent someone to hold up his hands. And when he held up his hands, they started winning again. See, let me release this onto you. When you don't give up and you continue holding up your hands, even if you're tired, the Lord will bring victory to your family. 
the Lord will bring victory to your husband or to your wife. The Lord will bring victory to your children. The Lord will bring victory to your generations, but you cannot give up now because there are generations that are not existent at this time, but eventually they will rise up and they will remember you for what you did and for how you served the Lord. And I want you to understand this church. Don't give up now. Tell your neighbor, don't give up neighbor. Tell them, hang in there. We'll get through this together. We'll get through this together because God is in our side. <laughs> you might feel weak, you might feel tired, and that's okay, baby, because God said, I will be your strength. I will fortify you. I will make you strong. And when your enemies and the problems and the world comes against you, the Lord said, I'm gonna fight on your behalf. The Lord said, I'm gonna be your shield and I'll surround you and my glory will be with you. And the angels, my angels will surround you and defend you at all times so that your foot will not dash against the stone. Amen. Tell them again, don't give up. Don't give up. There's a victory waiting. See? You know why God hasn't given up on you? Say it with me, why, Pastor? You know why God hasn't given up on you? Because a fountain that was on the inside of you, you thought was dried up, but God is saying it hasn't dried up completely. There's still hope for you. You, you thought that the fountain was dried up, but the Lord is saying, I still have hope for you. I still have a plan for you. I, I still want to do something. And let me tell you, if the fountain of the rivers of living water have not dried up, then there is still potential in the inside of you to produce life. Say with me, life, life. If the fountain hasn't dried up, there is still potential in the inside of you to produce life. And that's why the enemy wanted to stop the flow of the rivers of living water. Because the word of God says that in the inside of you, can y'all go like this? Go like this. <laughs> Touch it one more last time because after these 21 days, that's going to disappear, baby. <laughs> Come on, in the name of Jesus. Hey, but no, on a serious note, see, the word of God says that in the inside of you, there's not just belly fat, in the inside of you, in your spirit, there are rivers of living water that flow inside of you. And see, bitterness, anger, jealousy, envious, all, all those things are rocks that want to hinder the flow of the rivers of living water in the inside of you. That's why right now when I started, a lot of y'all thought it was a little bit hardcore of a message, but you have to understand that if you don't get rid of those rocks uh, that, that burn in and stop the flow of the rivers, life will still be produced, but not as rapidly. But if you let the rivers flow, oh, I hear the sound of revival right now. I hear the sound of freedom right now. If you allow, if you allow the rivers to flow, see, the water makes a sound. 
when there is a waterfall, you hear the water falling. Amen. You, you hear the water gushing out of those rocks and you hear the sound of the water flowing and see the Spirit of God is bringing hope to you once again. He's going to lift you up. He's going to pick you up. If I was sent here today, it's for a reason. Amen. Because your year won't be the same. See, Jesus, I, I can, can you stand to your feet, please? Whoa. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If, if this word, if this word has touched your heart, I want you to come up here now. If this word has touched your heart, I want you to come up here now. Amen. And if it hasn't, I'm going to go over there and pray for you. Man, you know, God is so good. Whoa, and God is so powerful. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. God will make a way where there is no way. The impossible, he will make it possible. You know, there came a time in my life where I gave up on my dreams. And I said, God, I don't, I, why, why, why do you have me believing in all these crazy things? Why? Like, I don't want them anymore. Take them away from me, right? Dreamers will usually come to a point where they feel like that when they don't see anything happening. But then the Lord will remind you it's possible. It's possible. Things can happen. Can you lift up your hands? And just pray to God. Pray whatever's on your heart. Ask Him for forgiveness if you need to. If you need to ask for forgiveness. Amen. Thank you for joining us. And a special thanks to those who have given to support this ministry. Without you, none of this is possible. If you like this podcast, please like and subscribe and share it on social media. Thank you for listening. God bless you.